I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. With Dr. Mike Gustafson, I'm Aaron Dickens. Joining you today from Twin Peaks. Best place in town to catch a game. Home of the ice cold 29 degree draft beer. Uh, NFL kicks off tonight. A great place to uh, see Patrick Mahomes uh, play his first game of the year right here at Twin Peaks uh, on Marcia Sharp Freeway. We will uh, be snagging on some fried pickles here before too long. One of yes, our sir. favorites. Uh, billionaire Bacon Burger, always a personal favorite of mine. Uh, might have to get one of those before I leave for dinner. Um, so come on, hang out. And later on in the show, we'll have a pair of tickets to give away to the Texas Tech-Oregon football game. How about that? That's always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, how about the uh, game last night in Arlington? I, uh, uh, you know, what a what a amazing, and I, I don't mean amazing like it was great or terrible. But yeah, it was pretty great. I, well, I understand. I understand your uh, – you're, you've, you've got an inherent bias there, and that's fine. But just in terms of no, nobody's predicting that outcome. No. I saw a really good uh, – and, and, and for those who don't know, the Astros smoked the Rangers again for the third day in a row. What, what we found out was, you know, on Monday when it was 5-5 five to five in the sixth inning, seventh inning, that that was about the closest that series was going to be. That game was blown open on Monday. And and uh, uh, you know I that but just the Brian McTaggart had a really good take on that. He 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 tweeted today. And of course, he's a twenty-year oh, big-time veteran beat writer for the Astros. And and when you hear about beat writer, that's that's I'm not saying he's in the press box for 162 games, but he's there for hundreds, a hundred plus, no doubt. And there may be a weekend or two off or something, but. He said he's never seen any sort of a series that's been that lopsided in his 20 years. And keep in mind, he covered the Astros when they were, what, a 45-win team when they were dismal. And so it really was improbable. Uh, Certainly the the Rangers needed Scherzer to be a stopper last night, and, and he wasn't that. It was amazing, again, that... Your three, they get they get Altuve out to start the game, and that was like, all right, you know. And there was a we did a, it, yeah. There really was because he's been that hot and that good. And then what follows is base hit and you know a Jordan blast, and here we go. Uh, I think Brantley hit another one in that game. I mean, they just you hit two, yeah. They just wore and and when you think about and and you don't ever want to judge a team on their capacity to win based on it'd be like saying Oregon scored eighty one points the other day, therefore. They're un- untouchable. Blowouts are blowouts. But when when that Astros offense is healthy and clicking and you start seeing guys like Abreu contribute and Brantley, who's been hurt all year with a shoulder injury, and now Jordan's healthy and Altuve's healthy, and that looks like that lineup that they put together to be a feared postseason team. You throw in what Verlander gave them last night in a matchups of the two 
prominent trade guys and, and, you know, two Hall of Famers probably, certainly in Verlander's case, I would think for both of them. Just, uh, you know, really improbable because I I really thought the the Rangers would throw a pretty good punch back knowing how, you know. Because typically that's what happens. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, typically, you know, like in July, right, Astros win. And granted, these were two close games, but they won the first two games of that series. And the Rangers respond. Yeah, right. No, that's right. And that's just that's just baseball, too. You know, baseball is a game of two out of threes. You know, it's not built on splits and really, really, really good teams lose 60 games a year. I mean, it's just you don't see that happen very often. And, and uh, you know, they the, the Astros go into Arlington and, and uh, you know, really commanded the ballpark in terms of crowd and all that. And that's what's going to happen in blowouts. But, they you know, they ran through the Rangers like, Crap through a tin horn. Like I us mean. through those fried pickles. Pretty yeah, soon yeah that's, a, that's a better analogy. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's end of the day, it's one of 162. Right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and, and so it, that one game likely won't decide much. Um, but the, the way that series unfolded, um, is that something that can linger if you let it? Yeah, absolutely. I think the best thing for the Rangers today as you sit here today is an off day because i would think would you rather play today no 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 if they're getting smoked like they are and just haven't gotten worn out like they have been i I would be surprised now i I would be genuinely surprised if if uh bochi called a 9 a.m practice today I, i think it's far like hey fellas Let's He's not going to go bear Brian on him. No, probably not. Now th- there may have been some of that, or there may be meetings and things going, you know, going on and different things, you know, and and there may be a pregame meeting tomorrow in which that sort of thing is discussed. But you know, they've got an opportunity here to just clean up their games and beat up on the Oakland A's. You know, they've got three with a bad Oakland team. Oakland's probably coming in there thinking, hey, we can do a little bit of spoiling here. But the, the other thing you've got is, I mean, the the real stage shutter here, the, the Rangers need a couple wins, three ideally this weekend, because we're still only talking about a, whatever, two oh, or three games. Razor thin. Yeah, razor thin. That, I mean, all eyes, all eyes on Toronto Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's a four-game series for the Rangers, and it's just of monster importance because they, you know, have had a really dismal month or so across the board. I mean, there's been a few guys playing well, but the pins falling apart. Obviously, Josh Young's injury is big. I mean, but yeah, it's it's a it's not where we thought we'd be, but suddenly that team struggles. There's no end in sight, but they've got. You've got what you want right here, I would say, with an off day and the Oakland A's coming to town. Like, if there was ever a chance to get right and maybe feel a little bit better about yourself, this is it. And and for, for a guy like Josh Young, who's, a, you know, I think technically a rookie. Yeah. Right, in terms of the definition, even though he was he played a bit last year. He's injured. It, you know, obviously he's not like a leader of the team, right. you know, being a, a, a basically a first full-year player. What, what is – what, what is he doing? What is his day to day like? Oh, it's probably probably a ton of training room. I did I did hear Emily say Emily Jones on the broadcast last night that he took some pregame ground balls. Now I don't know that those are missiles, you know, playing balls live off the bat and game speed stuff. You know, I, I don't know. But 
that so he he's getting close you know there there's some resumption of baseball activities and he injured it it's a glove hand injury but i would suspect that it's more aggravating for him swinging the bat you know and and just the the fear of a check swing or something like that you know not fully healed of course that thing was they put a pin in it or whatever a screw in it to repair it and it's just got to take time and i think it's going to be you know, near the end of September, just based on the reporting, another two, three weeks. And then, yes, he's back on the field. Does he immediately come out, you know, like a well-oiled machine, or is there rust? I mean, time will tell. But could it, could it provide an emotional spark? Maybe. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. There's enough veterans in there, A.D., the Simeons and Seegers and those guys, that you're not turning to the, the rookie. It, it may, it'll be a shot in the arm for the lineup if he's back and healthy and productive, but it's not him given the call in a team meeting. Right, yeah. Uh, PJ asks this off of the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You too can weigh in at DoubleT973.com. Uh, PJ asks, Gus, were you wearing a Cardinals hat at the game this past Saturday? I was. I was, and it was it was kind of one that I had just thrown on for the 10-hour drive, and I thought, you know what I don't know? Am I on the east side of this stadium or the west side? And I thought, am I going to be looking into the sun? And so... I put it on, found out we were on the west side, but I, we were already over there at the stadium. So, yeah, it, it was on my head, but it really wasn't a – I wasn't making a statement there. Or, More, uh, Lord knows, this year, not making right. a statement. More Tech Talk next from Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. It's every Red Raiders' favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double D 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dickens for joining you today. Until 6 o'clock, we're joining you from one of our favorite places, Twin Peaks on Marsha Sharp Freeway, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. Great place to catch multiple games uh, beginning tonight. NFL kicks off the uh, Chiefs and the Lions. Patrick Mahomes back in action. Uh, they'll have that game, I'm sure, on a ton of televisions. You've got Murray State and Louisville uh, in college football. You've got uh, several key MLB games. And this continues all weekend, right? You have college football games tomorrow. Uh, you have college football all day Saturday, Alabama, Texas, Texas Tech, Oregon. Uh, and then NFL Sunday uh, begins in earnest on Sunday, and uh, that'll be great here as well. So stop on by. I recommend, Gus recommends the uh, fried pickles as a starter. They're tremendous. We have some in front of us right now, although they're going fast. Um, so stop by. Great yeah, there'll be, here at Twin Peaks. be some tickets to give away later, but do not come for the – fried pickles you might lose a finger well don't come for our fried pickles. yeah 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 come, come for the yeah own. come get your own but yeah. don't come over to this table you may get a you may lose a digit we get this in the yates flooring center chat line from bobby hot dogs ad you should have bought uh brought linda and silas with you to twin peaks <laughs> i bet you could have found someone to take them off your hands up there talk about a missed opportunity dot 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 i don't think that they would have been <laughs> welcomed here on this uh indoor covered patio area uh, and certainly I would have no hope of keeping them kind of corralled and behaved uh, while I'm on the air. 
Uh, Raider 316, always great to hear from Raider 316. They say, I've got the Lions winning outright tonight. Lions 29, the fighting Pat Mahomes 27. You know, that Lions team is interesting because I think Vegas has them at a like a season win total of nine, which is, you know, that, that's pretty productive for where they've been. Certainly two years ago, they had a good finish last year. Uh, one, one of the, I mean, and I think they're picked to win that division. Now it's not a, it's not a slam dunk, but uh, it's it's a it's a position that I, I personally have no problem with the Lions. You know, like they they haven't done enough in my lifetime to anger or stir up any emotions. They're they're just sort of they're a forty degree day. Yeah, there you go. And uh, um, I, I think uh, you know the the. The fact that they're picked to win that division also has a lot to do with the concept of luck, I guess, as you and I have talked about the concept of luck in sports. But the Vikings, with a insane number of single, of, of one-score wins last year, so that's one thing, combined with the fact that the Vikings are playing a first-place team's schedule this year. And so it's the Vikings that have a lot of the daunting numbers in front of them and just those things that sort of swing back to the middle in terms of the one one score games on top of a, a really tough schedule and and uh you and know, also the you know that, that one team in wisconsin lost a pretty good quarterback yeah that, absolutely you got you take that out and i think the bears are supposed to be a little bit better but they're they're still picked to be at the bottom of that division and again, I'm just lining up the, the sort of Vegas preseason win totals. But this, if you if you just haven't paid any attention to it, and you go, "Well, Lions, the Chiefs, this is going to be a slaughter," and 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 it's not picked to be that way. The Chiefs playing at home, I think, are a four and a half point favorite on the line I saw, which isn't a, just a prohibitive slam dunk. Uh, but I, you know, it'll be entertaining, and obviously, the season is here, and that's a that's a great thing, and and. Uh, Hopefully Mahomes is going to have another wonderful season, and we'll take it from there. You know, I uh, we talked in the first segment about the Tez Walker story, right? The North Carolina receiver, transferred from Kent State, played football at Kent State for two years, originally uh, enrolled in an FCS team in 2020, but left um, before he played it down because they – FCS canceled football in 2020. So technically, Tez Walker is a second-year transfer, but in terms of having played football, he's only played football at one institution. NCAA denied his waiver request today. Um, Mac Brown, incandescent with rage, (laughs) issues a statement ripping the NCAA, quote, I don't know that I've ever been more disappointed in a person, a group of people, or an institution than I am with the NCAA right now. It's clear that the NCAA is about process and it couldn't care less about the young people it's supposed to be supporting. So maybe this is devil's advocate, right? Or, or maybe this is, um, you know, me just kind of being a contrarian. But every time... Every time we see a coach talk, right, or or a commissioner talk or an administrator talk, it seems like half the time they're lamenting what NIL and the transfer portal have done to college sports. <laughs> yeah. 
right? Sure. I mean, it seems like every other coach at one point or another ripped Deion Sanders this offseason, directly or indirectly, yeah. for how he constructed his roster at Colorado, right? Or deconstructed yeah, and, and then exactly. constructed, yeah. So, like, you, you can't have your cake here and eat it too. And I don't know. I'm not going to dig through Mac Brown's past comments. I, I, I don't know if he's kind of being supremely hypocritical here or just a little bit hypocritical here. Um, but you can't, on the one hand, as a, as a profession – as a, as a coaching profession go, man, NIL out of control. We need to fix this. This isn't right. This isn't the spirit of college football. And then on, on the other side, go ballistic when the NCAA says, hey, no, you can't transfer just willy-nilly here. There has to be some limit. Right? Yeah. Am I, am well, I that's right. That, that's, that's true. And, and uh, you know, like I said, I, you know, what, what was their sense of it? My, my sense of it was that they, you know, North Carolina, the North Carolina football program, the North Carolina athletic department, uh, if they resorted to uh, sending, having the governor send letters earlier in August, uh, that they probably sensed this might happen and were, were, had all of, the, all of the, the talking points in place. More Tech Talk next live from Twin Peaks. podcast put together with red raider fans in mind this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction hi there how are you going happy thursday it's tech talk on double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com we are joining you live today as we will Every Thursday before uh, home tech football games, except for uh, the TC week and the Texas week. Right here from Twin Peaks on Marsha Sharp Freeway, home of the Lodge mentality, home of the 29-degree ice-cold draft beer. Tons of televisions tonight. No better place in town uh, to watch the opening game of the NFL season. Chiefs and Lions, and right here at Twin Peaks, come get you some fried pickles. Gus and I are enjoying some right now. They are A-plus tremendous. Billionaire Burger, my personal favorite entree. Uh, they will uh, treat you right here at Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. We'll have a pair of tickets to give away, too, uh, coming up later on in the show. We get this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, I read where Oregon gave up four yards a carry to Portland State. That seems bad. Yes, uh, granted, they lost eighty-one to seven. So, yeah, there could be some game script work in there. Just what you're saying that you know you're, you're probably not playing the ones very much, and you're probably at, at a certain point not too worried about the deep threats associated with uh, Portland State. I, I don't know, but I'm I'm with you there. It's hard to hard to make a great judgment, but I do like the sound of it because it feels like we need to do. The Red Raiders need to do a whole lot more than 33 for 93 with a long carry of 12. Yeah. 33 for 93, 33 carries for 93 yards against Wyoming. The Vikings, uh, 37 totes 
148 yards, uh, four yards of carry exactly. Um, and, you know, it wasn't just like inflated by a couple of just super long runs. Um, you know, the, the longest run by Portland State was 22 yards. They had a 20-yarder in there as well. Um, for the most part, it was just kind of a bunch of, you know, short to medium gainers that they just kind of kept plugging away at. Well, I would I would be here for a lot of second and twos for the Red Raiders on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, man, I just stay on schedule. Yeah. Raiders' dad has this in the Yates Flooring Center channel. And 80 fried pickles, a good snack or a meal? It's definitely a snack. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, I, uh, I'm not sure where I stand on the nachos, but this is definitely a snack. I tend to go... Essentially, wherever I go, restaurant-wise, if they have fried pickles, I will try them. Is that right? And, uh, and, and so these you're a connoisseur. I, I, you know what? At this point right now, I think that I am, yes. That's all right. And, you could, you uh, could be known for a lot worse. <laughs> I probably am, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, fried pickles among the best. Hey, Dickens, you're a pylon. <laughs> uh, love to get your thoughts and comments today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double T ninety seven three. Dot com. You know, we've we spent so much time talking about, you know, the the, the loss in Laramie on Saturday. Uh, a little bit about, of course, the uh, the game this weekend. But man, there's a lot of good games this weekend mm-hmm. in college football. Don't really have much tonight because you know college football kind of seeding the evening to the NFL, which is wise if viewership sure. is important. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Makes me makes me curious why Louisville is playing Murray State. Yeah, that's true, and especially not, as an in-state game. And it's not like uh, ESPN just needs something to show because it's on the ACC network of all places, so most people won't see it. Yeah, good point. And I. You know, I don't. I don't know at what point. Uh, I mean, I, I'll say it this way: I'm glad, and certainly, a game of Texas Tech and Oregon wouldn't be put on a Thursday opposite an NFL opener. Uh, but it's, it feels kind of risky, you know, were this to be the Texas Tech Tarleton game to be stuck on a Thursday on an off sort of an off-brand uh, network, and and most cert- most above all else, you know, opposite. Pat Mahomes, you know, at a time where he's at, at at his peak popularity, I would assume. So, yeah, it's uh, not ideal for Louisville, I wouldn't think. And then uh, tomorrow, Illinois at Kansas. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's an Illinois team that uh, did not look just all that great in their opener. Now, granted, they won, and... Two months from now, if, if they go on a run, no one will really care that they had to basically kick off a walk-off field goal to beat Toledo. Um, but that's a that's a really sneaky good game. Yeah, it is. And Jalen Daniels expected to play this game. Yeah, Kansas. Kansas starting quarterback didn't play last week and expected to go this week. And uh, yeah, I, I agree. It's it's one of the uh, intriguing matchups that you and I've talked about it through the summer. Now certainly we've got a producer that's uh, you know, very interested in. Uh, one of those two teams, but I, very <laughs> the uh, but it's a, yeah, it's just an intriguing matchup this time of year. This is uh, this is the the time of year for interesting interest sectional games like that, and those are border states. Although you, I mean, there's 
I guess if you want to put the Kansas City thing in Missouri, I don't want to get too fired up there. But you think about that, that's a game, that's a drivable game for a lot of fans is where I'm going with that. So, uh, you know, the it's, it's not as good as uh, Illinois and Missouri probably from the perspective of those fans, but it's still a uh, an interesting game. And Utah-Baylor, it's – it's almost kind of Spider-Man meme-esque, right, Texas Tech and Baylor, because b- both teams are hosting top 15 Pac-12 programs, both teams coming off of really disappointing losses. You could probably argue Baylor's was more disappointing. Um, point spread there at home, et cetera. Uh, and, and both are underdogs, and, and you really need to get this game if you want to kind of turn your season around Yeah, and early. That, that's you're exactly right, and 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 when you think about the Baylor situation, it's you know got to love a kid. Actually, got two. You got to love a Cooper kid, redshirt, yeah, freshman defense. Yeah, starting at linebacker and uh, and uh, backup quarterback Sawyer Robertson getting the start because they've got a, a quarterback injury. Of course, he was at Coronado what three years ago. So uh, that that one uh, it would be interesting regardless of all that. But it's really interesting there. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Stop talking about the pickles. No. <laughs> um, Somebody's sitting in their office getting hungry because we're talking pickles. Uh, Raiders dad, Gus, can you please order the nachos and tell that maroon <laughs> Dickens that it's your dinner? <laughs> well, I did have nachos, and it was the it was it was uh, during the rain delay of the Blue Jays game, and I did take a picture. I haven't sent the photo to to start the whole to spark the whole debate again uh the studio has this nachos depending on size and what they have on them if it's nachos you get at a high school football game or the movies it's a snack versus majority of restaurants is a meal yeah when you got a i think if you've got a big meaty literally a meat topping across the top of it with the with all of the accompanying uh you know uh, accoutrements then yeah it's I, I would consider that to be more of a meal but i, I get the debate steven checks in with the correct opinion nachos are a snack a thousand percent no again <laughs> i i thought it was nailed by the studio they can be either but if they have everything that goes into a burrito and or taco as your toppings it's a meal are you uh if if you're kansas state and you're you're the, the loss to Tulane still fresh in your mind from last year. Are you a little bit, I don't know, unsettled that you're only a 16-point favorite over Troy? Oh, probably not. I would think the, that's a good Troy ball club. Yeah, I agree. And and uh, th- those teams in the deep south, those second and third brands, there's plenty of talent to go around. Rich recruiting areas, and Troy has made a business out of running around beating people like Southern Miss and teams like that. More Tech Talk live from Twin Peaks next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, it's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Joining you today, 
live from Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic View. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at DoubleD973.com. Uh, we get this from TJ. Micah Hudson and Lake Belton are playing on ESPN2 tonight. How about that? I'm sure that game will be available here at Twin Peaks as well. Yeah, I would think so. That uh, that'll be good because there's a lot of lot of folks that ha- have only really laid eyes on him in terms of like a highlight reel. Sure. And here you'll get to see him work, and I'm sure he'll be a featured part of that broadcast. El Jefe has this. I'm going to open up a restaurant just to spite AD, and under the meals heading will be the nachos. <laughs> hey, be my guest. Name it nacho snack. Be my guest. <laughs> uh, other games on Saturday to look forward to. Um, you know, A&M Miami is an interesting game uh, because the Hurricanes are recruiting much better under Mario Cristobal. They were terrible on the field last year, and A&M coming off of a disappointing season as well. Um, it's on the road, never easy, especially a, a trip of kind of that that magnitude, that length, that distance. Aggies a four-point favorite. Do you, do you buy the Aggies? Or are you a believer in the Aggies? I really don't know. It's it's. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously they've recruited well. Uh, I, I just don't know what we're getting yet from that offense, which is obviously under new direction, a fairly high-profile uh, hire and and and. Uh, you know, Jimbo Fisher handing over the keys to the offense, which he's been an offensive coach and a play caller. Um, I, I, I don't know what we'll see there. I, that's that's going to be an intriguing matchup. And then uh, how about this? Ole Miss playing at Tulane. Uh, that's two ranked teams. It's a top 25 matchup. And, uh, I mean, if, if you're Ole Miss – this is a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that was a, obviously a dangerous Tulane team last year, and this is uh, this game will have some heat just in the fact that, you know, certainly you've got the Power 5, Group of 5 thing going there, but it'll have heat because it's neighboring state. Uh, yeah, this this one's, uh, I mean, that game's fraught. For the for the Ole Miss Rebels, Stephen has this. Uh, Ad, have you gotten the new pups some double T gear for game day? No, they've not purchased anything <laughs> for those temporary dogs other than uh, a pair of collars, so that we can you know easily wrangle them, um, you know, to get in the car or whatever. Um, Iowa, Iowa State. Yeah, I saw, I saw something today talking about the, the Iowa players are getting ready to get a lot of middle fingers. That was like the highlight of a little article about it. And I, I don't know where I saw it. don't know who wrote it. But I thought, well, that's that's one way to prep, getting your head around it, right? You're not going to walk in there and go, oh, my gosh, they're all giving us the middle finger. It, it's usually an entertaining matchup. It seems like it's always low scoring. Um, Did you see the article um, about Army potentially joining the American Athletic Conference. I did not. It, uh, it, it wasn't like 
just gigantic newsy. It said it's still progressing, maybe a couple of weeks away, certainly trending in that direction. Um, but, you know, the, the cool thing is that you would have Army and Navy right. in the same conference, right? Like, how awesome is that? I agree. Here, here's the weird thing. It won't be a conference game. When they play, it will not be a conference game because they're not going to move off of that that date at the uh, in like the second week of December. Oh, opposite the championship games, yeah. or actually so, following the championship games. Wow, that seems That's so dumb. Like I don't get that at all. Like I guess potentially, theoretically, they could play back to back weeks. Yeah, true. Very true. Yeah, that's that's interesting, and you're exactly right because that's the that's sort of that idle week after all the championship games. Yeah. The only thing on those that Saturday, be what the second Saturday in December, is FCS playoff games, which are usually entertaining. Sure. And that game, and obviously NBA and I all mean, that. But doesn't NHL. that really just sum up college football in 2023, 24? Right. You, you have Los Angeles teams playing. In a Midwest-based centric conference, uh, you have <laughs> Army and Navy being in the same conference, but when they play, it's not a conference game. Uh, it, you know, you have a, a historic uh, power conference essentially just disintegrating. Although Oregon State and Wazoo haven't quite given up hope there yet, it just we love it. It's a great sport. I'll be watching no matter what, but. On some level, it's just really dumb. Yeah. No, I, I agree. That makes sense. And and I guess for Army, they'd be coming from the Patriot League, so that's quite a that's quite a step up. I think Army's independent in the football. Right. And all their other stuff is Patriot League. And that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. I'm thinking the other sports, yeah. How are they in the other sports? You know, they've won the they've won the American Athletic Conference of, excuse me, the Patriot League. And a bunch in baseball because they were here two sure, years in I a row remember. for regionals, yeah. and uh, they, they've they've you know they've they've run that situation for a while. But their ability to recruit nationally and play in the Patriot League is probably uh, a little unfair. Dictates that, but it, it's it's probably going to be a little bit tougher if they move all of their operation to the American. That's a big time step up. Uh, Bobby Hot Dog says this, Chelsea Street Pub used to have a meal called the Mountain Nachos. Even Joey Chestnuts wouldn't dare call that a snack. Uh, Curious George, nachos are just broken up tacos. Tacos are a meal. So nachos are a meal. Um, somebody says, I'm just sitting at a table and ordering my food on a red phone. <laughs> Were you, did you get any of that or was that gone by the time you got to town? that was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my, my childhood, you'd, you'd sit down at a booth and look at the menu and then pick up a, a telephone and order back to the kitchen, and then your food would come out to you. Well, heck, you try that nowadays, and, and you know, half the folks would look at you like you have three eyes. Like, what do I do with this thing? <laughs> yeah, that's true, the, the, the telephone part. <laughs> More Tech Talk not uh, live from Twin Peaks on Marshall Sharp Freeway. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, it's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. 
www.ncdoubletea973.com with Gus I'm Aaron. We're joining you today uh, from one of our favorite places in town, Twin Peaks, Marcia Sharp Freeway, Eat, Drink, Scenic Views. And now, from one of our favorite places, we get a chance to talk with one of our favorite people, Robert Giovanetti, Senior Associate AD at Texas Tech University, one-time host of this fine program, the OG of, uh, of Tech Talk. Robert, you know, disappointing loss, obviously, in, in Laramie on Saturday. Big opportunity um, awaiting this team uh, here in a couple of days. I'm curious, uh, how, how's the team looking? <laughs> That's a little inside baseball there from you, Dickens. Uh, you know, excited. <laughs> We're excited about this uh, this upcoming weekend. Get a chance to open the season at home in front of the great fan base. We've had such great response from our, our fans. We've sold out the first three games and looking forward to a fun night on Saturday night. Robert G., you've got uh, the concert series. The first one's in the books. What uh, What do you want fans to know about? not only the, the fun things you've got planned, but also stadium logistics and pedestrian and all those things because obviously we've got a couple of cranes down there in the south end that are going to hinder uh, foot traffic. Yeah, you know, it shouldn't impact at Raider Alley. And, Gus, I know you're always uh, uh, oh, out yeah. there by where, where we stage the, the artist, and we're going to have lit there on Saturday and uh, looking forward to that. I think what we just want people to remember is that, it is, a, it is a construction site, and they're going to obviously cease construction over the weekend, but it'll, it'll cost some extra time for you to, to get to where you want to go. Typically, people might have come over from Raider Alley and walked in that walkway in between the indoor football facility and track, indoor track in the south end zone of Jones Stadium. That, that will be closed this year due to construction, and so you have to make your way around. But, you know, when you think of the west side of the stadium where that big parking lot is, Gates one and three are over there, and then on the other side, gates four and six, which are our four main access points for our fans. But you can enter on that west side and gates one or three and either of the corners and walk around the stadium on the inside to get to your seat. So we're just hoping people will give extra time. We're going to try to uh, post-game, we're going to put the, the um, press conference on the video board so people, if they want to hang around after the game to watch Coach McGuire's press conference, uh, that way to kind of hope stagger some of the people leaving the stadium. So, again, we're, we're a year from now we're going to be all thrilled with with where we are. You just have to put up with some bumps on the way. It's kind of like the Marsha Sharp Freeway. Remember, it used to be like, man, I can't believe all the construction <laughs> and some of the inconveniences. Now we just take it for granted that we drive on it. It's, it's pretty cool, and I think that's what the stadium will be like. Gio, once, you know, if, if you're a fan and you're going to the game on Saturday if you're, or if you're going to Tarleton or – another game down the line. I mean, aside from the way that everything looks, is there anything different about your experience in the Jones once you're inside the stadium? Yeah, you know, we uh, obviously, it, it won't impact the fans except for viewing, uh, but, you know, the new there's new turf uh, in there, and so it, we think it looks great. It, it's, uh, it just gives it a stadium a little bit uh, of a different look. The going band, because they lost their seats in the construction, will be on the east side in the corner there on the east, sort of where they used to be. Some of the old-timers, like myself, remember where they used to be. Um, So we're excited about that. And then there's new lights in there, which really you'll notice just when the lights are on, just how much better it it looks in there. It's just crisper and everything. And then we have, you know, we have the light show that goes along with that that we'll be able to use when we score and in between quarters when it's dark enough. So, uh, you know, we're really fired up about that. Also, 
you know, last year we, we added a new kind of convenience store on the west side to help with traffic. And you can just go in there and grab and go. And we've added one. It's called the Let's Go Marketplace on the west side. We've added one on the east side now. It's called the Take Free Marketplace. It's near Gate 4. So we're just trying to do some things to give fans more options to be able to get their product and get back to their seats and, and also try to help mitigate some of the long lines that, that we you might have when you have a, a full house. Gee, you've got uh, high temperatures around at kickoff going to be in the high 90s. Any Anything fans should know in terms of water stations and the type of things that you guys have been so great with over the last few years, not only in baseball yeah. postseason, but some of these early football games. Yeah, we started doing them in football also. So by all the, the gates we talked about, we'll have a cooling station where you can refill your water bottle, where there will be a fan and some ice if you just need to get out of the sun and just and – just rest and, and try to you know cool yourself off so we'll really be very vigilant about that so fans can bring in an unopened bottle of water and then they can refill it as many times as they want inside the stadium at any one of those cooling stations and you mentioned baseball it's worked really well at baseball and at football yeah. so you know fan the fan experience and fan safety is obviously utmost importance to us and so we think that providing those stations will help it unfortunately again by it's still going to be warm, but, you know, that sun goes down. And, and But a lot of people are going to be out there a lot during the day in the sun, and so we want people to make sure they're taking care of themselves. Gio, you mentioned uh, we have about two minutes left with you. You mentioned the three sellouts and, and probably close to a, another one. What was last time, uh, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, what was last time Tech had this many sellouts in the season? Well, you know, I've been here since in athletics since 15 and we haven't had one since. you know we've had a couple this is the first time i can remember remember this we we really expect to sell out every single game this year you know i think you wow. probably have to go back and yeah you did put me on the spot i don't have the facts in front of me but i'll have them next time uh it's probably 08 or 09 since we've had this sort of fan engagement and, and fans uh support coming out and obviously a lot of credit to Joey, Coach McGuire, and what he's done to build a rapport with the fan base, and, and people saw what happened last year, right? They 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 bought in with the after the eight and five season, and yeah, we're all disappointed about what happened what last week. But the great thing is, uh, you got uh, at least uh, at least eleven more, and hopefully a few more. Gio, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate yeah. it. We'll see you on Saturday, and we'll see you guys uh, Saturday. we know. Yep, have a good one, buddy. Robert Giovanetti joining us on the Visual Edge IT Hotline Senior Associate AD uh, for External Operations at Texas Tech University. You can follow him on Twitter at Robert Gio, G-I-O. Good information there on the uh, water and the cooling stations. Yeah. I said that in all seriousness to bringing in the unopened bottle of water has, uh, at least in these early games, and I sit on the west side, so I don't, I don't have it that bad. But for folks on the east side, that's a uh, – a good way to go to not only carry one in with you, but then go down there and get refills, and I mean that that makes that a whole lot better. And uh, and hydrate early. Like, <laughs> yeah, you go beer, water, beer, yeah, water. I mean, if, That's if you the just game. start drinking water when you get out there, you're you've already lost yeah. the battle. Yeah, and so. and if you just go with the beer, you, that may be a different kind of battle. You won't you remember the battle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which, you might you know, lose it. You might think you're winning. Sometimes it's a good thing. <laughs> this has been the Tech Talk podcast. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.